Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for being here. I am sitting in a gorgeous hotel room, looking out at beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas, and damn, it feels good to be back on, out on the road. Wow, it's green here. Arkansas is great. Uh, I have never been here, which is surprising. It's like when you're from the South, everyone just thinks that you've been to every Southern state. I haven't. I've never hit Arkansas, but I'm crushing it hard right now. It's beautiful. It's green. It's lush. I would say Fayetteville is a mixture of Oxford, Mississippi, which I'm sure 98% of you have never been to, and Asheville, North Carolina, two both Southern obscure towns. But it's got a mountainous vibe of the Asheville-ness. It's a, it's, it, everybody says, keep Fayetteville funky. I mean, it's a funky little town and I like it. You got Walmart. You could smell the money around the corner. Been trying to sniff out some Walton Walmart dick. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm married, but Jeff said if you can find a Walton to sleep with while you're there, bring bring it home. You know what I mean? He's not going to be mad. So, other than that, uh, but Arkansas has been great. I got to confess to you guys, I have just been a ball of nerves, anxious to perform again. Did one show on Sunday night. It was great. I'm gearing up for another show tonight. And last night, we had so many technical difficulties. The videos wouldn't work. It was kind of a hot mess. But we made it through. And and I know everybody really enjoyed the show. But my God, it was like an outer body experience to be in front of a crowd again. And it felt so good. And I felt so alive. And I sweat so much. And I don't know what medically I have to do because I'm not a usual sweater. I don't sweat in person. I'm I stay fairly cool. And there's something when I'm on stage, I am soaked. It's a clearly um fight or flight, you know, autoimmune response to the fact that my body's like, this is not natural. Everything that you put yourself through, i.e., spilling your guts on stage, telling your most embarrassing moments, roasting your family, that's not what normal people do. So my body is clearly fighting that reaction because it says, you're, this is not a good idea. You know, doing comedy, it's everything inside of you says, this is wrong, back up. You're not gonna make it. Everyone hates you. And then you get that first laugh out and you're like, fuck it up. Let's go, doggy. Full throttle, straight ahead. Not fucking anything up. 
and then you fuck a lot of things up. But I hadn't been on stage. You know, I did some live shows, uh, you know, uh, via the computers last year. But to be on stage, to see people's faces, to interact, there were so many straight dudes who came out. Thank you. The husbands were in it. I had a man later text me a photo of his, his underwears that his wife got him. They were cheetah print. I was fucking excited. And if you don't know, we've kind of built um, a sister and brotherhood. If you come to the shows and you have animal print on, like you can spot a cheetah girl, a Heather cheetah girl from a mile away. I can't wait to get to the big theaters and see how many tigresses we have out at the shows. It's so fucking funny. Like when I'm driving to the venue and I see people in the town and everyone's an animal print, I'm like, yeah, they're going to the show. I want to say thank you for being patient with me as I try out all this new material and we figure it out. I mean, there's so much. It's like, how do you wrap up the tour that I was doing beforehand? And how, how do you summarize what the fuck we've been through in the last year? It's just nice to have that human connection again. And, and all the things that could have gone wrong with our first show, technically, we just, we pushed through it. And I'm so grateful that you guys had a great time and such great audiences here in Arkansas. And I love performing in the South. I will say, obviously, you know, I probably have a very strong Southern audience, but the Southerners just fucking get it. We've been in on the joke, which is ourselves for so fucking long. Like I loved when I went to, I did a show in San Jose, California before the pandemic. And I was just like, these people hate themselves. It was still a great audience, great crowd, loved them. But there was just an underlying sense of like insecure tension. And I was, and so I made the joke to everybody. I said, oh, are you guys on Addies, like Adderalls? And then the crowd went wild. They're like, yes, we are speedballing on methamphetamines because we are held to a different standard of people because we are in Silicon Valley and we are all coders. I was like, one, I don't know how you, why you guys are at my show. I'll take it. But Southerners, you know what you're getting into. You know it. You feel the vibe, the energy. They're like, you know what? Say whatever the fuck you want. We're resilient and we don't give a shit. And that's what makes a great audience. I mean, God, I love Arkansas. I can't wait to uh, get to San Antonio this week. And then I have two shows in Austin. They're sold out, but we do have a couple seats left in San Antonio. So if you want to get tickets, go to heatherontour.com. That's going to be later this week. And I got another show tonight. Well, by the time you hear this, I'll already be in San Antonio. But I get another show in Arkansas and I'm freaking excited. Crowds were awesome. People are great. You guys are just here to laugh. I'm back on the road and you know what that means? I'm having a couple alcoholic beverages. It's fun to do shows on stage and and take a couple cold ones. Here's the deal. I've got to keep pushing forward though and I got to take care of myself. And that's why I love No Days Wasted by DHM Detox. It is the the supplement for, for people who like to have a drink. Do you know what I'm saying? Here is the deal. Basically what happens is it's an herbal supplement packed with antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, and is plant-based. We all need a little support when we've had a couple drinks so we can get back to feeling our best the next day. This summer, you know, we're making up for lost time. And if if you want to have a great day the next day, forget the brain fog and the gross next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. If you're not on the DHM detox train, you are truly missing out. Be prepared so you're not struggling through the day anymore. How much is your next day worth? 
right? Just a couple dollars, you can bounce back and support your liver all at once. It's a completely risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. This is an easy decision. This is our greatest asset. Why waste days and feeling awful after a few drinks? I've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the US. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at your checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. I'm Michelle Kwan. In 1996, the world was in the midst of a massive cultural movement that saw women finally taking center stage. Nowhere was this shift more apparent than at the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta. This audience was the loudest thing I have ever heard in my life. The noise, everybody's cheering, and we see all these USA flags. It was the most important summer in women's sports history. And team after team after team, the U.S. women kept winning. Basketball, soccer, softball, gymnastics. I just said, give me mine. Like, give me mine. Join me for Dear Media's Summer of Gold, presented by Together. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, side note. If for any reason you see me out and I and you approach and I take a step back, I am not trying to be a cunt. I cannot describe to you how badly I am. I am a Pisces. My love language is touch. My love language is just getting my loins next to your loins. But I have not worked in a year and a half and I am a little anxious just with everything going on. So I'm trying to be masked up and be do whatever the fuck I can because no one knows what's going on. But if you see me, I am just trying to be smart because I have to keep working because I haven't worked. And mama has a mortgage, painted her house. She's getting sued by the HOA. I'm going to have to start a fucking GoFundMe. We are in a legal dispute because we painted our house with the HOA, even though it looks better. But there's one just nasty person in our neighborhood who shall remain nameless, who has caused such a fucking stink. You know, that's the other thing. I've been cooped up in the house in Atlanta and now I'm back out and it feels so fucking good to get out and like do my job, to feel like I have some purpose, to get in touch with what I really should be doing in this world and not be sitting at home dealing with the fucking old rich white ladies who live in my neighborhood who won't shut the fuck up, who have nothing better to do with their time. Oh, wow. I'm sitting in my hotel room and a, swear to God, a bomber, a giant military helicopter just whizzed by the window, flying very low. I'm sure we're near a naval base somewhere. Or not, maybe not a naval, Air Force. Because Navy, you'd have to be close to the water. Never been good with military stuff. But I am a Green Beret, never forget. Yeah, so I'm just trying, I'm out here, we're in survival mode. But my mom has been updating me on things like, had that we got another letter from the HOA. And then like these women have iced her out at our country club. Mind you, 99% of the neighborhood fucking loves the paint job. We've been in this house for over 30 years. Or no, not 30. That's an exaggeration. 23? Needed updated. It's beautiful. It's, It's transitional. It looks gorgeous. And we've got to deal with these fucking assholes. And two of these women have iced my mom out. I won't speak to her anymore. And I said, I swear to God, I will not deal with it. And then when I get heated up, I'm like, I got to get out. I got to start doing comedy again. I got to go talk to the people, see what the fuck y'all have been through. Because we have all been bogged down in our own bullshit and, and I can't do it anymore. I need to be out. I need to be in Northwest Arkansas eating chicken tenders, flexing jokes. I got to be honest, 
I was so nervous. And I, and I had a really very, very like talented friend who told me, Heather, the day you don't get nervous is the day you don't give a shit anymore. And I don't know why I've put so much pressure on myself, like every show. I mean, of course, I, I want to give 125%, 150%. But I used to put this pressure on myself. Like every show has to be so fucking perfect because if one person doesn't like one thing, then, then there it goes. But I'm like, fuck this. I'm an artist. We got to go out and try shit and, and just go with it and have fun. I was so anxious about doing a good job. And I'm like, I have to have fun. If I don't have fun doing this, what are we doing it for? That's right, just to make money so I can pay my HOA bill. That's where I'm at. That's fucking funny. I need to write that down. I forgot. You talk about my HOA wars on the fucking road. Also, one of the guys from the HOA literally is like, you know, we don't need to talk about anything on social media. (laughs) I will. I haven't said anyone's name. Nobody knows specifics, but I need you to know where there is a war. It's just you get bogged down with this shit and you're like, do people not have enough fucking time in their day? We have people literally trying to survive and you want to send me a very expensive thousands of dollars fine for taking a bush out of the front yard that had dying roots? Fuck off. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. But that's why it's nice to live in purpose, to be out on the road, to be telling jokes, to just be like, fuck it. We've got to laugh. There's got to be levity because we are not going to make it if we don't giggle through this shit. I needed to get out of the house though. I was getting itchy. If you listen to some of the podcasts from last the last couple of weeks, you could tell my throat was itching. The back of my neck was just getting a hot flash rash. So we're moving in the right direction. But again, I've got another show uh, in Arkansas. We're warming it up. And hey, just side note, a lot of people were confused. We had sold a ton of tickets at the Walton Fine Arts Center. And then when we went to rebook all these shows after COVID, some of the venues just weren't available. So I decided to come to Fayetteville and play one of these tiny clubs outside of the city to warm up the material. And it was so fun to be in a club again last night. But then a lot of the shows are going to be on the theater tour, which is still how the fuck I have enough people coming to shows is just beyond me. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Thank you for supporting me and letting me do what I love to do, which is giggle and to talk through the shit that we're all trying to get through because life is weird and we don't know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow. And I keep saying, I'm pretty sure we only have about six and a half years left. So we got to ride this out, doggy. And that's why I got to remember things. Don't get bogged down with the people in the neighborhood pissed about your bushes. Get out there and live life. I'm going to start whitewater rafting just because. I'm going to hit Northwest Arkansas and see some shit. I'm going to sleep with somebody from the Walton family to secure a trust fund and a spot on a PJ to outer space once this shit goes down. That's where I'm at. You know what I'm throwing in my cooler? You know it. You love it. It's Vizzy. Vizzy hard seltzer. And damn it, if they don't have the most delicious flavors ever. Why when I'm reaching into a fridge to get something crisp and delicious and refreshing to take the edge off, why are you not going for a Vizzy? It's got that extra Acerola cherry antioxidant vitamin C. The Acerola cherry has like triple the amount of vitamin C than your regular vitamin C provider, i.e. oranges. You know what I mean? So why would you not go for the best seltzer, which gives you that extra boost of immunity. Here's the deal. They have a new variety pack, which includes delicious flavors, blueberry watermelon, kiwi watermelon, passion fruit watermelon, and mango watermelon. I frigging love the mango watermelon. Who doesn't love watermelon? It's such a great, neutral, delicious, refreshing taste. And then you add a mango to it and really jazz it up. Get out of here. 
It's a no-brainer. Vizzy Watermelon joins Vizzy's other popular packs, including Vizzy Lemonade, Hard Seltzer, and Vizzy Variety Pack 1 and 2. Again, the mango watermelon will knock your socks off. I love their blueberry lemonade. It just, it doesn't get better than this. With Vizzy Watermelon, you can enjoy refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C. And at 5% alcohol by volume, only 100 calories and one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to V-I-Z-Z-Y hardseltzer.com slash absolutely. Again, that's Vizzy hardseltzer.com slash absolutely. To get updates on our latest flavor drops and more, sign up for emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com backslash subscribe. Must be 21 or older. Anywho, um, I want to hit the absolutely not line. So great seeing so many of your faces. Thank you for bringing your husbands. You know, I love straight dudes in the audience. And they fucking had a blast and we giggled. You know, I know how to talk to men. <laughs> also, if you're a straight male and you listen to this podcast, I would really love some more voicemails. Some bros call in, they're like, we'll say Heather, I want to say big fan, big titties. Boss us up, love and light, it's Mike. And then they just hang up. <laughs> if that's all you want to call in and tell me is that I got big titties and you're a big fan, I'd like to hear from you. I'd really like to have some straight male callers call in and I need to hear about you. What have you been up to? I care about you as well. So let me know. Let's hit the hotline. As always, you can call into the absolutely not line, 800-213-7503. And again, go to heatherontour.com to get tickets. Let's get into the voicemails. Hi, Heather. This is Carissa. I'm in New York City. I want to start off with absolutely yes. I'm laying in bed. I worked so late and I was like, first thing I want to do is listen to your podcast. You make me laugh so hard. But I have an absolutely not for you. Yesterday. I was in Target. I nannied two sweet little boys. I took them for bubbles and snacks. And we got into the elevator to go back up to the top floor to pay for our goodies. And in that elevator was a woman sucking on a bar of Dove soap like it was a popsicle. Deep throating a bar of soap like it was totally normal and I know it was because the whole elevator smelled like soap and she was holding the box that the bar of soap came in I was like oh my god please don't kill us please don't kill us please don't kill us I just like put my hands on the little boy's shoulders I was like oh my god I gotta get out I gotta get out of here we exited the elevator there were two girls like college age about to get in with their full shopping carts I just touched their cart I said no 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 I waited for the elevator doors to close. I'm sure the girls thought I was so strange. And then I was like, there's a woman eating soap in there. So just wait, just wait till the next one. We as a society have lost it. Love you so much. Nobody should be eating soap. Nobody. Okay, bye. What the fuck? Damn, Carissa. Shit. I mean, just when you think you've heard it all, you know, the lady on My Strange Addiction on TLC, she used to make love to her Corvette. You literally went outside the driveway with dry hump. This old classic car. There was a lady on there who ate the inside of her couch cushions. And you think, I'm never going to run into these folks. I'm in a Target right now. I'm just doing some light shopping. I'm never going to run into My Strange Addiction Part 5. And then you get into an elevator and there's a woman just on a bar of Dove. They are not sponsors of the podcast, but it is very highly moisturizing soap. 
Now I'm going to do everything in my power right now to try and wrap my head around maybe her fetish, maybe the need for moisture. Does she have chronic dry mouth? You know, it can be dusty and dry this time of year, but I, I, I'm reaching. I can't find a justification for deep throating a bar of dove. And I agree with you. Listen, I, I love to allow people to be themselves. We all have little weird ticks. But at some point, we have to stand up as a society and say, no, absolutely not to you taking your soap bar addiction into the public. You know, I have thoughts and feelings about San Francisco and, and, and Vancouver when I people were able to just do drugs out on the street. I said, I get it, but I don't. I feel like this isn't a good idea. Starts with heroin. Where does it lead to? Soap addiction. Next thing you know, we're going to see young kids with a bottle of Caress. Do you remember Caress? Never get dressed without Caress. That honestly was fire, fire body wash. I know it was just like probably just chock full of like canola oil because that's the only way you would come out of the shower that slick. And it always had glitter in it. I don't know why, but whenever you'd get dressed with Caress, you'd loofy your body up, just scrub yourself down and you would come out slick. So slick, you'd slip right out of your damn jeans. Trying to put a blouse on, that thing won't stay on you. You're that moist and wet and shiny. This is how it starts. You know, everybody needs to feel seen, feel heard. And then you get to a point where we're just allowing people to suck on fucking soap. You know, I'm trying to, again, justify, maybe this woman had some sort of fucked up childhood she got her mouth cleaned out with soap a lot. I don't know. Maybe she liked it. <sighs> we used to keep all this weird shit we did in the house. And now we're out, we're out at a fucking Target. Just <laughs> sucking on it. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I blame TLC. I blame their network. They brought my strange addiction to light. So it made other people with strange addictions feel like I can just do this. I can diddle myself with a bar dove in a parking lot somewhere and not think twice about it. Do you see that TikTok? There was a woman who's, who's married to the Eiffel Tower in Paris. What the absolute fuck? She was married to it. She said her favorite part of the Eiffel Tower was the bottom part because it was cold and hard. <laughs> I was like 30 minutes into Eiffel Tower husband TikTok. And I said to myself, I looked up to the sky and I said, God, Take me now. You know, we used to just bury these feelings deep down inside. We used to hold all the trauma, the weird sex stuff. We just just bury it so deep down. We maybe got on like a a chat forum, would find other people who had like a soap fetish. And then you just talked online and met up at a Holiday Inn Express and then never talked about it. And now it's just, here we are in a Target elevator deep throat and dove like like we own the place. I feel like maybe we also need to blame Lady Gaga. I love her, but she's really made everybody a little too comfortable. Be you. Your sexual orientation is a beautiful thing. Your gender identification, beautiful thing. However you identify in life, general, great. But if you're fucking soap in an elevator in public, no. I don't even know how to respond to this, except I need to run for mayor. First thing I do, lock up the soap, soapsters. <laughs> and then the other side of me is like, ah, fuck it. Guys, I don't know how to tell you this. We have about seven solid years left on this earth. 
Okay, maybe, max. So, you know, maybe if you want, you've, you've always thought about hitting the body wash aisle of a Target and just fucking shit up. I, maybe this is your time to do it. What are the repercussions? They're going to give you indecency in public, sexual lewd acts. What are you going to get? Maybe one to two, one to two years behind bars. Great. You can hang out in a safe spot in a cement jail for a little while while you ride out the storm of the fact that we don't have much time left. I mean, living in New York City, I saw people take dumps in bushes. I saw people masturbate all over the subway. Side note, the subway is just a car full of jizz. Doesn't matter if you are on the subway at 9 a.m., 9 p.m., there is semen everywhere. So don't sit. It's not worth it. I don't care if you're riding to Brooklyn. Don't sit. Unless you possibly want to get impregnated. (laughs) That's where we're at. I mean, I've seen some wild shit in my days in New York. A lot of people with pet rats, but I've never seen somebody suck some soap. Maybe we need to get back to that as a form of, you know, punishment. Oh, you're going to do something bad? I'm going to wash your mouth out. But I think that's how that started. I think somebody, they enjoyed it. It's a weird thing. Maybe it's like a BDSM thing. You know what? Fuck this. I am trying to justify this. There is no justification. It's fucking weird. And I'm done with it. And that is why I'm running for mayor of New York to stop the soap sucking. It's time to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Less stress at work, more fun in the sun, less to do on your plate, more tacos on your plate. Less thinking about the big picture, more drinking margaritas by the pitcher. It's time for an all-inclusive beach vacation and at CheapCaribbean.com has got you covered. You're so close to chilling in Jamaica, partying in Cancun or relaxing in the Riviera Maya. All-inclusive means you get more food, more drinks and more fun. Cheap Caribbean has no change fees when you book at Cheap Caribbean Resort and add trip protection so you can book with more confidence. Less money, less worry, more beach. Right now, you can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit CheapCaribbean.com slash absolutely dash not. Go to CheapCaribbean.com slash absolutely dash not to get a great deal. We'll see you on the beach. Again, that's CheapCaribbean.com slash absolutely dash not. You know, you, you go all over the world, you see shit, and then You got people humping Corvettes, eating their couch cushions. There was a woman on that show too on TLC. I really blame them. That was addicted to like laundry detergent. Also, side note, none of these people were physically ill. Like they go in for a medical evaluation and the doctor was like, Tammy's good. Blood pressure looks great. Cholesterol, low. And I'm like, she's been eating fiberglass stuffing to a love seat. And you're telling me this bitch is going to be okay, that's a problem. There's not enough repercussions. I bet the soap stuff, it's it's a great probiotic. You know, lubes up your intestines. Things probably slip right out. That's the other thing that we've gotten too involved in. Your gut, your gut health, your gut flora. Don't, I don't want to fucking talk about how you shit. Don't bring it up. When do we get so comfortable with talking about each other's digestive systems? Saw a girlfriend I hadn't seen in a long time. First thing she said, she's like, do you take probiotics? None of your fucking business, Rebecca. None of your business. Walk away. And yes, I take probiotics. And yes, I still have hot fire diarrhea. Leave me alone, bitch. We got to get back to Jesus. (laughs) I'm I'm dead ass serious. I'm low key. I'm not even trying to do a bit. We have about four and a half months left. Get back to Jesus. Get right. Go down to the river and splash some water on you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because we are fucked.
Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. Allison from Michigan. I have an absolutely not for you for parents that are acting like children. Love my dad, but he just casually dropped some information on me today that he and his girlfriend got fucking married. Uh, absolutely not to that. That would be information I would like to know before you hop into your Ford Raptor and scoot away. I'd like to be taken out to dinner, and I would like to be asked how I feel about that. So absolutely not to that. Would say this is the first time he said that. It's not. He has also casually dropped that he has another daughter that he never knew about uh, that he told me right before I hopped on a plane and flew home from Jacksonville. So that's pretty messed up. I love my dad. I really tried to enjoy him while he's around and, you know, look past his flaws. But uh, he's really making it hard for me. So, yeah, absolutely not to that. Uh, I already have trust issues with men, and he's really continuing to make that worse. So, anyways, thanks for everything you do. You always make us laugh. Uh, See you in October at the Detroit show. Me and my three girlfriends will be there cheering the entire time. And, uh, anyways, love and life. Well, first and foremost, sister friend, I'm sorry, but your dad sounds like a fucking pimp. It's hard when we get to this age and our parents are starting to act like teenagers again. And then you realize your dad had sex with a lot of people, i.e. the sister that you don't know their whereabouts. You might want to 23 and me that shit. You know what I mean? You might want to, I mean, I would definitely roll up to his house and be like, I, I need some further clarification on this. I maybe would have, you know, not gotten on the plane. <laughs> I don't know, just me. You know, my mom has found out multiple times in the last, like, I'd say over the last six years, she found out she had a half-sister and a half-brother. Yeah, they reached out to her on Facebook. No fucking shit. And this is not me like airing her dirty family laundry. She had no idea. And she got an email and a, 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 a DM on the Facebooks. And she's like, God damn it, this is my brother. You know, my, my grandfather was a little bit of a philanderer. He was a good-looking man, good-looking Irish man. When you add a little bit of booze and some blue eyes, a lot of women get knocked up. And that's just kind of how it goes. Booze and Blue Eyes. That's the name of my new album. It is what it is. Your dad sounds like a fucking pimp, though. Is he Irish? Probably. That's how the Irish go. That's how they go. That's that's how we roll. I hear you, though. I mean, if Robin got remarried tomorrow and told me before she got in her car, I'd call the state troopers. Also, we get to this point, even though our parents are, you know, <laughs> they're obviously have their full faculties and and they're smart people, but I do question a lot of decisions my mother makes past 70, you know? And she's like, Heather, I don't have dementia. I'm like, we don't know that. And I'm not trying to make light of anybody who has gone through that with their parent, but there are days where I'm just like, Robin, you didn't know that it was Thursday for the last four days. So I don't know if I trust your instincts right now on your second marriage, technically her third. She was married to somebody before my father. Now I'm really just airing her dirty laundry. It's okay. She got married at 18 to get out of a shitty family situation. I, I should probably ask her if this is okay to share it, but it's fine. I did find my mom's ex-husband. She was married to the guy. She was married to him from like 18 to 23 or something. They were only together for like two years. He was a piece of shit. And I found him on LinkedIn. And I don't know. I don't mean to even discuss this. My mom said, don't you dare ever reach out to him or say anything. But I found him on LinkedIn. And I know he was a piece of shit. And I'm like, I have a moral compass. I have a moral dilemma. Do I go to this man's house in Maine and fuck him up? Do I let him know? My mom wasn't heartbroken. She left him. He was in a, a piece of shit. She married him to get out of a shitty situation. 
because she was a kid and she's like, I got to get out of this house. Real true. Fuck me. It's a real tragic story. I'm sorry. Mama, can you hear me? I'm so sorry. But I found this guy and it burns my tits. She couldn't believe it. She's like, oh, fuck him. She goes, I had the most wonderful life with you, father. I Look how richly blessed I am, which is an amazing thing. She's like, he was a piece of shit. I left his ass. Loser. And I, uh, I do not have any like half brothers and sisters. My mom didn't have kids till late in life. How would I feel if I found out? Probably like I should have seen it coming. You know, my mom's mother, my Southern grandmother hated my mom because A, she was a Yankee and B, she was convinced that my mother had children from her previous marriage, like hiding in the bushes in West Virginia somewhere. And now I'm dealing with that in the opposite way, but it's fine. We won't get into that. I am so grateful for Modern Fertility. What is Modern Fertility, Heather? Well, it's a really cool at-home service. So you can check your fertility with the simple prick of a finger and send it off to a lab where you can literally do this for, I would honestly say, one-eighteenth the cost of what it might cost to do it at your doctor's. Modern Fertility is great. It knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid, but for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. I didn't know what I didn't know until I checked my levels, my AMH, which is your anti-mullerian hormone. And my doctor was like, thank God there are cool things like Modern Fertility, which is an easy, accessible, affordable way for you to check your fertility at home. And you know, you got to do it now. If you're young women and you want to figure out what your future looks like, I would do it now. Here's the deal. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at just $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or an FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off a test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Anywho, change the subject real quick. If you know, you know. I d- oh God, this is hard. One, your dad's clearly a cool guy. But two, I think you need to sit him down, force him to have these conversations. And I think you need to find your sister. I don't know how we just breeze past that. I don't know when he was telling you this, but I think we need to get to the root of it. This could be fun. You could have a new buddy. You got to find your sister. First and foremost, forget about dad at this point. I mean, have the conversation with him, but I I need to see this family reunion happen. I haven't done 23andMe. Am I willing to do Ancestry.com or one of those things? Sure. Do I probably have other relatives out there, other siblings? Maybe. Do I think they will ask me for free tickets to my shows and money? Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Do they want a loving relationship with me? I don't know, but I'm not giving them free tickets. And that's what's up. And that's where I draw a line in the sand. (laughs) Don't come into my life and then be a mooch. But your dad's a pimp. Absolutely not though. To him, just hitting you up with hot fire news and just skeeting out of the room. But go find your sister. Very into this journey for you. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Emily. 
So I'm calling for an absolutely not because I was on and off with this boy for four years and he's always been super wonky. We've never really committed. It's always been like, you know, yes or no, take away block on block the whole nine yards. So last month he came over and he got a text message from his contact saved as my babe with a bunch of heart eye emojis. And I was like, oh my God, are you in a relationship? And he didn't even answer. He just left. So then I found him on Instagram, found him on Facebook, because we had each other blocked. Turns out, not only have they been dating this girl since 2018, they purchased a home together, and she's pregnant. We've been hooking up since 2017. He's been cheating on this girl with me for years. She's pregnant. Fans my consent. I had no idea she existed. My dumbass was just out here vibing while he was cheating on this girl, and now I don't even know what to do knowing all this stuff now. So if you want to give me some advice, help me unpack all that, that'd be great. Okay. Wow. Damn. (sighs) Okay. This is my advice. Obviously, you need to have nothing to do with this guy. I don't think you tell the woman right now she is pregnant. I know that you are innocent in this because you had no idea that this woman existed. This is just speaking on the character of this douche lord. I don't think you telling her while she is pregnant right now, I don't think you get involved. I think you just cut your losses and walk away. And if later you find out or you hear anything that he is I mean, if you speak to the guy, I think you say, listen, I never want to speak to you again. You need to take care of this child and you need to be a good man moving forward, but we're fucking done. Cut your losses. Ladies, can I give you all a little bit of advice? I was in a relationship in college and granted you're in college, it's stupid. And this guy never would commit. He honestly had six different girls on the line. I don't know why I had no self-respect and had no... I've always been a very confident person, but I was literally talking with Christina the other day. We were reminiscing about college boyfriends. I was like, did I have low self-esteem then? Did I not love myself? I can't figure out why I let this douche lord dick me around. Wouldn't commit, wouldn't call me his girlfriend. Finally, and like all of his fraternity brothers knew that we were dating. And I'm like, why did I let myself get treated that way? He was a loser. And sister friend, I'm telling you this right now. Anytime, all the women listening, all the guys listening, anytime you are being physically intimate with somebody and then they also want to do that thing where it's like, oh, but we're not, you know, we're back and forth. If you have to block the person, let me tell you something right now. When I met Jeff, I literally said, this is my man. I am going to murder him if he ever doesn't speak to me. Like, I know it's easier said than done, but these games, these emotional games, or I'm going to block you, we're not going to talk, what are we? Fuck it. We are too wise. We are in too much shit. The world is too fucked up to be dealing with this shit. We have no time for fuck boys. Okay? You don't have time for this. If you are driving in your car right now and you're wondering if that guy's going to text you back and he doesn't, fuck him. I'm not trying to stir the pot, but we, ladies, we do not have time for this. You've got good pussy. You've got great jobs. You have good hearts. You're philanthropic. You got a beat face. And you know what you don't have time for? Bullshit. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I think the lesson is learned. Listen, sister friend, do not at any point, do not feel bad about what you've been through. I'm not yelling at you. You had no idea. And unfortunately, it can go on both sides, but this guy's a douche. He's a loser. You clean your hands, you walk away from it, you keep him blocked, and you don't. Don't get tempted, don't feel any type of way. You just need to know he is about to have a life check, a life lesson because he's about to become a parent. And God will only let you get away with it for so long. 
But I also say in a way to support the other woman who's clearly been bamboozled the whole time and had no idea, just don't get involved. Step away from it. She's pregnant. She's already stressed out. She's pregnant during COVID. We need to make sure this baby comes into a healthy, happy world. So in the meantime, the only thing that you should be worrying about is recycling and your carbon footprint. Because don't know how to tell you, the youth of America has about six years left. (laughs) I love that I brought this back to recycling. You want to see how full circle I can make it? Yeah. Anywho. Thank you for sharing this. I don't know, really, it's fascinating to me that y'all actually come to me with heavy, deep problems like this. I'm like, I'm not certified to give anyone advice, but I would say walk away. But it really speaks to a bigger picture is we have to, we have to filter what we consume. We have to filter who we consume, who we are around, and don't be putting loose dicks in your mouth good friend of mine, her daughter's going to college and we went to lunch and, and, and my friend was like, do you have any advice for my daughter? And we had talked about, you know, be safe, be smart. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I looked her dead in the eyes. And I, well, I looked at my friend first. I said, listen, I don't want you to get upset, but I'm about to say this to your 18 year old daughter. And I looked at her and I go, don't suck random dick. And she was like, no, thank you. I said, listen, these college boys, they're going to, the first thing they're going to do is be like, I want a blowjob. You don't touch it. Use your hands. Sure. Do not put a random frat daddy dick in your mouth unless he is your boyfriend. I don't care. Do not make them think that you need to do that in order for them to give you a text back. Fuck it. If you learn anything from Mama Mama McMahon, Auntie Heather, if you learn anything, it's don't put loose dick in your mouth. When you're in a committed relationship, go for it. Love that for you. But we're not going to risk mouth warts for a guy named Chad at the Sigma Chi house. You hear? That's what I'm here doing at Arkansas. I am in Fayetteville here trying to teach these young women about to go through Rush about loose, random dick. It ain't worth it. If you can use protection, you want to do a little, little bump, bump, little fine. But do not put that thing near your face. Do not. Capiche? I am sorry about the situation. I am sorry that you found out this tool bag. This is a real jackhammer in a tool bag. The biggest thing, the biggest tool in the bag is what this guy is. And you know, sometimes you get jackhammered through life and we got to keep going and you learn your lessons. You learn your lessons. And living well is the best revenge. And I've always told y'all that. You go forth, you go do something good for yourself. Get a massage today. Take in that information. Go have a fucking acai bowl and just block that number. Um, you guys, I love you. I mean it. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast this week. Thanks for letting me recap. And listen, I've been anxious. I've been nervous. Another caller, side note, called in and she just said that she saw me and she was anxious to say tiramisu bitch and she was anxious to um, say hi. Please say hi. I love seeing you guys. I'm so grateful for the support. You have no idea. And it feels so good to giggle and so good to just take a weight off our shoulders and just be fucking together. We also have to remember to do it safely. Again, whatever the fuck that means, because no one knows. We're going to have Ebola in like a year. Buckle up. But I just want want you to know, I'm just so grateful. And I know people are traveling from all over to get to different shows. And I want this to be, I want there to be longevity with the tour. So you guys take care of yourselves as well. Hydrate, take your vitamin C. And uh, let's get back on the road and giggle. Um, again, you can get tickets at heatherontour.com. And you can always call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Love you, mean it.
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.